Welcome to the Eploribus Cast. This is your host, Sophia Nelson. Today is Monday, April 13, 2020, the day after Easter Sunday. What an Easter Sunday it was. First time in my life I've not been at worship service other than if I had a cold or something and wasn't able to get out, but it's the first time I didn't see the little kids dressed up in their Easter best running around and you know, we all put on our best. We connect with family and friends. We have Easter egg rolls. We uh, wear pretty pink and yellows and greens and blues and pastels. The men decked out in their suits, women, particularly in the black church tradition of big hats. And so there was none of that yesterday. And it was an adjustment for sure for all of us, but I think there were some bright spots. The Queen of England's message, if you didn't hear her Easter message, the first time she's ever delivered one in her 67-year reign was fabulous. Just two minutes, you can get it on YouTube. Uh, Andre Bocelli uh, gave an amazing uh, rendition of Amazing Grace and some other songs that he sang from uh, St. Peter's Basilica and in Italy and just, you know, places where people would be, of course, the Pope had to deliver his sermon online uh, for the first time instead of to an audience out in the Vatican Square. And so it was just a different world yesterday as we celebrated the uh, resurrection of Christ. So I pray that you and your family made the best of it, that Zoom kept you busy, that you did FaceTime with Grandmom like we did and that you had some Easter supper as we did, and we were able to see some of our neighbors out back. Of course, social distancing is best we all can, and you know, kind of speaking loudly so that we can connect with one another. But one of the things I was thinking about, you know, every Monday is our Motivation Monday segment, and I like to do something positive, and I like to encourage you on Monday mornings and throughout the day, because Monday sets the tone for your whole week. And Although uh, most of the United States, still probably 90% of the U.S. is under shelter in orders, and I think we'll probably be this way at least till early May, as it looks like, maybe longer. I wanted to encourage you today with something from the Woman Code. Um, One of my favorite codes in the book is code number seven, be resilient. So my word for you today is be resilient, my fellow Americans. And to those of you listening around the globe, be resilient, my my fellow human beings, we are in a moment right now that I pray never comes again. But I also see a lot of good coming out of this moment as I think all you do. I see people helping people. I see people taking groceries to food banks, maybe even when they don't have a whole lot themselves. I see people checking on the elderly in their neighborhoods. I see people, when I see families out walking in my neighborhood, this is a I live in Northern Virginia in a very wealthy suburb of Loudoun County where probably 90% of the people hold master's degrees or hires, those that are in the professional sector. Uh, They work in the federal government, they're in tech careers, they're in cybersecurity, they work at Microsoft, Amazon, you know, uh, the big defense contractors like Boeing and Lockheed Martin. And so it's a very well-to-do suburb, moms and dads work. Um, and they have nannies and they're busy and I've seen things I've never seen before. I saw one of my neighbors who is a a CEO of one of the tech companies here and she's high powered. I've seen her on the cover of magazines and I saw her in her garage the other day as I was walking by with my other neighbor walking the dogs and, um, she was cutting her kid's hair in the garage because of course she can't get a haircut and it was awesome. And then later we saw her cutting her husband's hair and, Uh, You know, we're thinking, who knew? 
and you know you see families out walking now you see them like little ducklings following mom and dad and you see people sitting on their front lawn and spaced out six feet apart they have a fire pit uh they've invited the neighbors over again everybody's sitting far apart they're drinking a glass of wine I see something happening in the human spirit. And so today's word is resilience. Be resilient. Because that's what's going to get us through, everybody. This has been a difficult time, to say the least. And with 17 million plus Americans out of work in just three weeks, and I'm sure that that number globally, uh, given that China and India and other countries in the Middle East have a billion people, I'm sure those numbers, which are always... uh, daunting to start out with because they don't have the jobs in many cases that uh, the more advanced industrialized countries do but the fact is is that we've all been hit hard by this financially I know I have been I uh, speak for a living I'm on television I speak for a living I write for a living I do corporate training I do some university classes and speaking but I make my most money February March April and May Um, and that income that I make in those four months is enough to get me through the whole year. I usually am very busy in September and October as well. But my point is all that income went away. Um, And luckily I'm someone that saves and I'm frugal and I'm smart and I have other consulting work that I do. But I took a hit like all of you and I have my mom uh, home. She's been out uh, with vertigo since November. Um, And so she's on disability. And so this has just been a real a time for us all to reflect on what matters, who matters, um, how we're taking care of ourselves and taking care of those we love. So today I want to talk about resilience. I want to give you a word. I always keep Motivation Monday short. Listen, if you missed last week, pastors, pundits, and politicos on the podcast, you missed a lot. Uh, We had a lot of listeners, a lot of new listeners. Um, When I get the the metrics back from the platform, I can see who's listening. We had a lot of new listens. Uh, We had a whole week of talking to politicians, pundits, politicos, and pastors. And it was all during Holy Week. And I was intentional about that because I wanted to get the perspective of those men and women who are on the front lines, either as leaders in public service or those who analyze and write about politics and culture for a living. And certainly the pastors who have all had to Uh, As they shared with me, every single one of them, it didn't matter who I talked to or where they were ministering uh, in this country. They all said the same thing, that church will never be the same. They had to shift. They had to go online. They had to learn how to virtually help people and do the same type of ministry that normally happens in person. And they had to make it happen online through Zoom or through audio uh, chats or through uh, whatever devices and, and means that they were able to put up some had intranets in their churches some had already set up technology but many were caught flat-footed and so the the thing that I took away from the conversations last week with all of them was the word resilience all of them figured how to get back up all of them figured out how to pivot and shift all of them figured out that you know what the world's probably not going to be the way it was before this all happened ever again and I agree with that statement by the way Um, But they were all resilient and I've had to be resilient and you've had to be resilient. So I wanted to just read a little bit out of my book, The Woman Code. Uh, Guys, this is good for you too because resilience is something that is for all of us. It's not a woman thing. It's not a man thing. It's a human being thing. But one of my favorite quotes that hangs in my office and it's one I've loved since college is by Louis L'Amour. 
And um, it's a quote you really have to sit with and you have to think about because it's truly the essence of being resilient and of picking ourselves back up and of understanding that we have to forge a new path when something happens that we didn't expect. And, and Louis L'Amour writes this, there will come a time when you believe that everything is finished. That will be the beginning. There'll come a time when you believe that everything is finished. And that, my friends, will actually be the beginning. Truer words, never spoken. You know, um, I can think of many times in my life where uh, things were very dark. Uh, you know, just dark. They did not look good. There was bad news. There was a, a heartbreak, a health report family dysfunction to an extreme. Uh, I grew up in a household that was violent and angry. A lot of cursing and yelling and throwing of things and rages. And uh, when you grow up in a home like that, it unsettles your soul. Uh, you, as children, fall into one of a few categories. You either, like me, are firstborn and you become very focused, very type A, very successful, you're very driven. And you're driven because it's a means of keeping yourself busy and of not addressing those things which have literally shaken your foundation of who you are. Children need peace. And let me say this to those of you who are sheltered in as we all are and you have children. Moms and dads, whatever's going on with you, you better work it out. Because your kids deserve better than you yelling at each other and fussing at each other or belittling each other, cursing at each other. You, you're going to mess your kids up in ways that when you're 60 and when you're 70 and when you're 80, if you're blessed to live that long and you want your kids to love you and you want your kids to visit you and you want your grandchildren to see you, you might not get that because your children will carry this junk with them forever. So I know that the domestic violence numbers have gone through the roof. We all knew that that would happen. Um, women who were already in difficult situations at home, this type of financial strain and emotional strain and everything that this virus has done to all of us puts strain. And when it's already strained, uh, it can become an explosion and a violent one. And I wanna encourage you to tap into resources in your community. Uh, the churches have things online, there are hotlines, there are people that will help you. Law enforcement will help you. Do not hesitate, ladies. If you are in a home right now sheltered in with a violent or an abusive person and that uh, spouse is being abusive to your kids, you have a duty to protect your kids and yourself. And pretending it's not happening is not a good thing. Being resilient is all about accepting what is so that I can turn to what's coming next. Accepting what is so that I can turn to what's coming next. And so as we talk about resilience this morning, I really want you to focus on that Louis L'Amour quote because there are going to be moments in all of our lives where it looks like all is lost. It looks like, you know, we'll never get another job. We've lost our home. Our health may not be good. We may have lost one of our loved ones. Uh, so many of our fellow Americans have perished in this coronavirus epidemic. Um... 22,000 as of this morning, April 13, 2020. Uh, for context, on March 13th, which is a month ago, we had lost at that time probably about two or 3,000 of our fellow citizens. From that point forward, 
these numbers just became distressing. And while I hope and pray as we all do that we are hitting the uh, ceiling of this, that we're beginning to go up to the top of the apex so that we will come back down on the other side, none of us really knows. So I want you to really focus on this resilience because it's how you're going to get through and it's how you're going to get your family through this. You know, resilience is really loving yourself enough to fight for yourself. It's loving yourself enough to get back up again. It's it's understanding that something has happened, but I have to make my way anyway. And as I watch the doctors and the nurses and the first responders and I watch the caregivers and I watch even the street vendors in New York that have set up to make sure people can get food as they're helping others, the hospital set up in Central Park, the naval uh, ship that has come to bring comfort. Um, we have everybody you can imagine hands on deck here and we're all fighting for each other. We're fighting to get well, we're fighting to stay well, we're fighting to take care of each other. And that is what I love about being an American. You know, I think the word American, you know, if you break it apart, I've said this before, I had a whole podcast on this if you missed it. If you break the word American apart, A-M-E-R-I-C-A-N. The last four letters of the word American spell I can. There's something about being an American that makes us resilient, that makes us unique and special. We have been through the most unbelievable things. And when I think back to the founding of this great republic, and, and make no mistake, we're having a difficult moment right now, but folks, we're still a great republic. And... When I think back to our founding fathers, and, and, and sometimes I sit and I marvel at how did a group of ragtag soldiers and Minutemen and a volunteer uh, militiamen beat back the greatest empire on earth in Great Britain with a superior army, a superior navy, and, and all that means. And they did it because they had a resilient spirit. They had a spirit that said no matter how down we get, no matter how dark it got, we were going to prevail. And we did. And that has been the history of our country throughout. The history of our people. The history of Native people. Of African people. Of the uh, Irish immigrants that came. The indentured servants. Of the women's struggle for equal rights. The suffragists. And our country's just made up of amazing people who know how to get back up. You know, resilience simply means... Facing life's difficulties with courage and patience. It's refusing to give up. And I just, again, this morning as I was thinking about what the Monday motivation would be, I wanted to just say to you that resilience is a choice. It's something that we have to put into practice intentionally. It's something that I have to feed my spirit every day. You know, there are days that all of us want to lay in our beds and not get up stay with our head covered up and we want to feel sorry for ourselves and sometimes that's important you know many of you out there right now and some of my best and dearest friends are grieving um you know lost mothers grandmothers grandfathers aunts uncles brothers sisters cousins um close friends neighbors that you loved that you were friends with forever this virus has taken everybody it knows no bounds it knows no socioeconomic levels. It it doesn't discriminate based on race, although uh, the African-American community has absolutely been hit disproportionately because of underlying health issues. But even in that, I want to encourage you to get back up, 
Do not give in to the spirit of, of isolation. Do not give in to a spirit of defeat. Do not give in to a spirit that says, man, I lost my business. I don't know where the next dollar's coming from. I don't have enough. There's no way I can get through this, so I'll just give up. Don't do that. Because as this quote says, and I love this quote, and I've held this quote close for years because it's my life. Just when I thought it was finished, when I thought it was over, God put something in me. I found something. I attached myself to something that said, get back up because there's another chapter. There's another tomorrow. There's there's more to come. This is not the end. This is, in fact, the beginning. So my word to you today is a simple one. One, I pray that everybody out there is well, that you're taking care of yourself, that you're staying sheltered in. Look to your governors for direction, folks, not to the federal government. Look to your governors because your governors are the ones that open the state, shut the state. Open cities, shut cities. Open businesses, shut businesses. That's your governors, not the president. Two, I want to encourage everyone in this downtime that you have, make good use of it. Like I said, write that book. Write that business plan. Spend quality time with your kids. Talk to them. Read with them. Walk with them. Spend quality time getting to know your spouse again. When the kids go to bed at night, set up date night downstairs. Put on some Otis Redden. Put on some nice music. Put on something chill. Get a little wine. Get a little cheese. And just make a little date night with each other. You know, have a meal together over candlelight. Do something that we had forgotten how to do, and that's connect. And that's what I really want you to take away. And the most important thing I want you to take away is that you are going to get through this, that it may look like it is over. It may look like it is finished. Yes, some of what we knew before coronavirus is not going to ever go back. And maybe that's not a bad thing. But to those of you who've lost loved ones, to those of you who've been sick with the virus or infected or have someone that has and you're struggling, hang in there. No, your loved one's not going to come back. Yes, this, this virus is cruel and it's wicked and it took life and it, it devoured families in some cases. Uh, there's nothing I have to say about that because that is something that is beyond my realm. That is in God's hands. But I can say that you have to nurture yourself. You got to take care of yourself. You got to love yourself and you got to Feed yourself if you need to grieve, grieve. If you need to mourn, mourn. If you need to wail, wail. Get it up and get it out. And then get back up and know that this is not over. That this is not uh, something that is going to define the rest of your life. Look at this, as I like to say in my ladies' presentations when I'm talking. Don't look at life as life happens to me Look at life as life happens for me. And it's, 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 a, it's a Jedi mind trick, right? It's one of those things that says, I am not going to be a victim, even if I am a victim of unemployment, of uh, lack of resources right now, of, of health that's not as great as it could be, or I don't have the things that at the moment I want to have. Don't give in to the deception, the trick, the lie that this is over, that your life is done, because it's not. You will get through this if you believe that you can. You will push through and there will be another day. There will be a beginning. So happy Monday to you. Uh, Happy April 13th. 
Um, Let's take what's going forward and every day strive to build something that once this virus is over, once it's dormant, once we can come back out again and play and talk and laugh and run and love and date and drink and do all that we like to do, um, we'll be better people, not lesser people. There are resources, folks. There are food banks in every city and every town. There are resources. The SBA has money, not just that you can borrow for your business, but they have grants. There are federal resources coming. If you're a family with kids, you're going to get a pretty good sized check and then an extra 500 per child. People on Social Security, there'll be extra. You're going to get through this. You are. And there are good people out here who want to help and who uh, can help. Don't let pride keep you from asking for help. Don't let pride keep you in a bad situation. Don't let pride keep you in an abusive situation. Be resilient. Fight for yourself. Get back up. Have a vision for the future. Believe that although some things may be done, although some things may be uh, beyond recovery in the sense of that part of your life that you knew is not going to come back, There is another part. There is a new story. There is a restoration and it's coming. So be resilient, be resilient, be resilient. God bless you and and keep you uh, on this Monday. And I pray you have an amazing week ahead on purpose. Bye-bye now.